All right, now let's get to Charlie Duckworth from the Chris Wallace Stable. Good morning, Charlie. Thanks for your time. No problem. Good morning to you too. We'll start at, uh, start at Ramwick. Race one, horse number two, Cigar Flick. Uh, she trialled really well on Monday at Rose Hill. How's she come back? She looks sharp. Yeah, she does. She does look sharp indeed. She's um, she's a really talented prospect. Um, obviously, she was sort of set on a golden slipper slipper path last campaign um, and, and now racing in, in the guts of winter. So you'd hope that she, she should be good enough today, but obviously with it becoming a field of four, it can often become a tactical affair. So we've just got to be wary there. I asked David Eustace this same question with his horse, Epic Proportions, when they are small fields and, and tactical little tactical affairs. Is your horse Cigar Flick one that's adaptable in, in those circumstances? Uh, she should be, she should be, but I mean, like realistically, it's 1,100 metres, so you can't overcomplicate things. And obviously, we've come in to to basically get a get a perfect perfect barrier. So um, I'd imagine, like, we should we should realistically be outside lead, and, and which would which would basically put us outside Dave's horse. So um, and then may the, may the best horse win. Race two, you've got a couple in. We'll start with number four, step aside for J4. Drew wide last start, barrier 11 of 11, and probably the barrier in the race shape beat him. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. And obviously that was only his first go at Saturday grade. Um, it, it is often a big, big jump from Wednesdays to Saturdays, um, and he, he coped with it really well. Obviously a slightly better barrier here today in a smaller field. So I, I, I think he's he's a progressive horse he's a horse obviously by redwood who's going to get over a lot further in time but he still seems plenty sharp enough for the 1400 and um, so so i agree with you he's, he's a red hot chance today yeah he strikes me as a horse that's looking for a mile the way he races but you're keeping him at 1400 meters is that his threshold this time in charlie uh, it's probably not a threshold it's just um generally speaking we're trying to keep him as, as sharp as we can for as long as i can whilst i was still winning and and running places at that distance range, there's sort of no real need to step up until um, until he gets his rating rating high enough that they become too sharp over the sort of sprint journey, and then he can obviously turn into a middle distance horse after that. Sure, we might just get you to just to move the the phone closer so we can um, pick yeah, you up sorry. a bit better. Uh, race two, number seven, Noble Conqueror as well. A comment there. He's first up for four months. Couple of quiet trials. Can he be competitive, Charlie? Yeah, he's he's a, been a been a bit of a frustrating horse. Obviously, he he won won really well with Huey quite some time ago, and and Hugh thought he was going to be a sort of a, a real prospect and a carnival horse for us. Um, then he had had a few issues in the barriers. He's been gelded. He's been given time. We've uh, basically hit the reset button. So if he can uh, return to his sort of former glory, then by all means he can he can run a solid race here. But um, we sort of need to see it on the track now. Okay, so Step Aside and Noble Conqueror in that same race. They're both similar prices, but sounds as though Step Aside might be the preferred of those two, just reading between the lines. In race five, horse number 10, Wineglass Bays, first up from a four-month break. He's had a couple of trials. He goes pretty good fresh, right? Yeah, he does. He does. He's a lovely horse, actually. Um, he's one that we bought as a yearling in the UK, and James Ferguson had him for his first sort of year and a half of his life um, and obviously educated him well and sent him down with a pretty hot, pretty big rap on him. So 
Um, look, it's fourteen hundred is going to be a bit short and sharp from today, but he's he's serious, a serious talent, and he's one that should be in everyone's black book for this preparation. In race six, you line up with three runners. Kirkaby's on a seven-day backup. Tony B hasn't been too far away this prep, but Mudamani looks a, a promising horse. This French import powered away at the midweeks last start at Warwick Farm. He looks the pick of those three, Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. I am just wary of those horses that come come from a Wednesday to to a Saturday. But it's hard to knock his whole career form. To be honest, he's he's ultra consistent. Um, obviously, got a got a claim on today and a, and a perfect barrier, really. So there shouldn't be too many excuses. But um, yeah, he he. You'd think he would be the pick, but I didn't mind Kirkaby last week, and obviously the extra two hundred meters I think will really suit him. So. Um, he'll certainly keep him honest. Okay, keep an eye on him. That's race six, horse number two, Kirkaby. $16 chance on tab fixed odds. Race six, number five, Mudamani's the current favourite at $4. Uh, in the winter stakes, you're lining up with Polly, Polly Gray first up in a wide gate. Comment there? Uh, Polly's, Polly's now scratched. Uh, so scratched just, just, yeah, just scratched from the from a soft five. It's windy and likely to get if it gets to a four then it's just not really going to be to a to a liking so uh there's no real rush with her and uh yeah we'll save it for another day fair enough i'll hit refresh what about uh what about long villas and brookspear in the same race yeah long villas um obviously second run for the campaign 14 still too short but it's more or less a stepping stone um but when he gets up to sort of uh 1600 and, and 2000 that's when you'll really see him at his best and Brooks Barr, I think she's, um, I think she's a massive shout here. She's, she was obviously targeted for the um, Tats Tiara, but didn't didn't make the field. Um, this is this is obviously much easier than the Tats Tiara, and and she she's got a lovely weight and a and a good draw. Um, yeah, I, I, I genuinely think she's she's a genuine winning chance. Okay, race eight, number thirteen. She's an eight dollar chance. Brooks Barr, a good push there. Uh, we'll just uh, jot to race number nine. You've got Bella Rouge here, first up from a six-month break. She's had a couple of trials. How's she come back? Yeah, she's come back well. Um, we gave her a bit of time off after Magic Millions. Um, uh, where, where she, I think she ran fifth or around that mark. And based on that, you'd, you'd think she should be good enough to, to put in a bold showing today. She's obviously going to improve from the run. Uh, having so, so long off, um, despite having the two trials, it does still mean you... Generally speaking, you've lost all that residual fitness from the previous preparation. So, um, look, if she can win today, then she's obviously going to be in for a great time. But if, if we can see a nice eye, eye-catching run today, we'd be, we'd be delighted. $14 chance on tab fixed odds. Uh, race 9, number 14. And Kerr Royale will line up in the last race, race 10, number 1. First up from a five-month break, but she looked very sharp winning a recent Rose Hill trial. And she's typically pretty good fresh, Charlie. Yeah, she is. She's she's been a bit of a bit of a frustrating horse because she's sort of one day she'll win and look like she's a horse really on the up and and sort of gets everyone excited and then she can disappoint and, and most of the time it's it's purely just through her own own manners or lack of manners. Um, so we've had a bit of a gear change. We've taken some gear off her, um, and and that's that's what what she wore in um, the trial earlier in the week and obviously she trialed enormous so. Um, based on that, she can she can perform how she did at the trials in in her new sort of new headgear. Then I think I think she's a 
genuine chance. All right, so good push there. Kerr Royale in the last, currently $6 on tab fixed odds. Up at Doombin, Charlie, just a quick comment on this horse. Race three, horse number nine, Carbonetti. Got beat four lengths by Faulkner Park last start, but that now that form now reads very well. Yeah, yeah, he's... um. I think he's a, he's a live chance. We were a little bit worried when it, when the track was a soft set, soft seven, but obviously it's been upgraded to a six. And the comments on the track were that it's going to hopefully get back to a five. So if that's the case, I think I think he by all means he can he can probably go go one better this time. Um, he he's been been a pretty consistent horse. This this is his distance range, and it'd be nice to get them a winner on a Saturday. He trimmed up a little bit in those uh, tab market. I noticed he's eleven dollars to five fifty. Race three, number nine at Dubin Carbonetti. He's almost halved his price. Uh, quick comment on Wazer at Newcastle. Race four, number one. Um, pretty pretty talented horse. Um, obviously at the provincials, so it's a little bit easier. Um, Look, we're obviously desperate to try and try and get a win. It's all, always important to to get a win as a two-year-old, um, and, and then bring bring on as a as a three-year-old. So, um, look, in, in this level, you'd think she should be very competitive. Gee, she's good odds. She's nineteen dollars. That's Newcastle race four horse number fourteen Waza. Good push there from Charlie. And one more I spotted at Werribee I wanted to ask you about. I know we're, we're, uh, we're venturing far and wide. This this filly by Savabeel, I'm trying to help the listeners out. This first starter, she's a filly by Savabeel called Only Love. I spotted her at the jump outs, Charlie. I think she's jumped out well enough to be winning. What are your thoughts? Geez, you're, um, you're, you're really testing it today, aren't you? Um, no, <laughs> we're going far I mean, and wide for a winner. Yeah, far and wide for a winner. I thought, I thought we had a pretty good hand at Roundwick, but now we're at Werribee. Anyway, um, no, look, the jump acts have been really good. Um, obviously, hard doing it first up and uh, being Savabeels, they usually need need time and need race experience. So um, those would be the only chinks, but certainly a talented horse. That's tomorrow, race two, number nine, only love at Werribee. Keep an eye on her. No markets out yet, but looks like she's um, certainly capable of winning off the jump outs. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great day, Charlie. Speak soon. No trouble. Thank you.